straight over jump, jump right into it. I've been listening to Return of the Mac, so I'm a little hype. Um, yeah, anyway, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to episode three of the Blackwell Under God podcast. I'm your host, King Breeze, reporting to you as always, live and direct from Funky Town, Texas. That's Fort Worth, Texas, if you did not know. And this is a podcast discussing the simple yet very complicated subject of financial literacy within the black Christian community. I'm here to challenge misconceptions, educate, have a little fun talking about one of my passions, which is finance. This week, we're talking financial literacy. I'm just going to break that down a little bit, touch on some general principles. Hope you guys can take some away from this episode and um, implement it into your life get a little better tomorrow so without further ado no we say in jesus name let's get it you lied to me all the time that i said i love you you lied to me Ooh, hey. i told y'all i've been listening to return to magnum hype um, but yeah, talking financial literacy this week, man. And so, um, I want to start off again, making sure that you guys are taking care of yourselves, taking care of your spiritual, physical, mental health, everything that's going on in the pandemic. Make sure you guys are getting outside, getting some sun, eating right, take care of yourself, level up. And that's not just pandemic talk, that's everyday talk level up every single day find something that you can do to get better the next day whether that's um drinking more water eating a little healthier replacing that burger with a salad um replacing that fried chicken sandwich with a uh, grilled chicken breast whatever you gotta do to get a little better the next day you do that it's gonna be different for every person just make sure you're doing something to get better with that being said guys know how we do I got a scripture for you guys that we're gonna work off of this week uh, we are coming out of look at, look at me I'm still no good at this I'm still grabbing scriptures um, but we're coming out of I right, come on with Matthew yeah Matthew 624 Matthew 624 New Living Translation reads as such no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. So the reason that verse, at least in my opinion, is relevant um, for this episode is that in the course of your journey to achieve financial freedom, I think the and the very first principle, in fact, is realizing that it's not yours. Realizing that money is not the most important thing. It's not the end game. Yes, money is a goal. Um, yes, it can be uh, something that you want to achieve. You may have a certain dollar amount that you want to earn every year, whatever, whatever. Will be blam. However you look at it. But it's not the end goal. Living for money 
you're living for nothing. What you have to realize is that money is a concept. It's a construct. It's man-made. If we wake up tomorrow and the powers that be say that rocks are the new form of currency, everything that we have done to achieve these dollars is meaningless. Right? So it has to be about something that is again bigger than just you bigger than money money cannot be the the end all be all so as you begin this journey of financial freedom um, or as you continue on the journey just realize at the very basis of all this money and everything can be if you look at you know 2000 the 2008, 2009, the last financial crash, man. People were jumping out of buildings, committing suicide, doing all kind of stuff because they lost some money. And they had plenty of it. I can understand being devastated, man, but if you, the thing that you will know as you continue along this path. If you learn the right things and you know how to spend money, you know how to earn money, then getting it back won't be a problem. Losing it is not the issue. The, the issue is how you get there. That's the hard part. If you've done it once, you know. If you've done it once, you know you can do it again. If it wasn't a flu, or you didn't go out and win the lottery. We don't know if you can win the lottery again, but you know if you put this business strategy in order and that business strategy succeeded to any effect, and then if you manage your resources correctly, you'll be able to get whatever you lost back. So just realize that, man, and that leads right into, again, the next principle, which is priorities. Get your priorities in order. Because if your priorities are out of whack, if, if, if you the man of the house and your main priority is you looking good at all times, your house gonna be messed up. That's not that's not your first priority. If you the man of a house, you got a wife, you got kids, you got stuff like that that you gotta like take care of, responsibilities, all the mother cats that's in that house, they gotta come first. And so that's that just is what it is. So you got to prioritize. Is it more important for me to go out here and get this, and get this, uh, this Louis bag, the red bottoms, or is it more important for me to to save some money and continue to try and buy another asset, so that the asset can can buy them them shoes for me, they can buy that bag for me. Priorities. Get your priorities in order that everything else takes care of itself. And for me, and for the people that I assume listen to this podcast, man, priority number one, God first. Seek ye first the kingdom. Everything else gets added after that. If you get that, if you have that right, everything else will fall in line. Um, and so, you know, moving moving right along, 
next principle that I have here is, um, is budgeting. Another very biblical concept uh, when it comes to planning and uh, things of that nature. When, when you're budgeting, just a couple of things. I ain't gonna spend too long on budgeting because we all sort of understand the concept of budgeting. At least I hope we do. Um, if not, that's what I'm here for. I mean, I'm trying to determine if I want to do a whole episode on budgeting uh, or not. So that's, you know, stay tuned. But with budgeting, a couple of things. And again, coming back to priorities, establishing wants versus needs, that sort of that sort of idea. Your budget is to take care of your essentials. So a couple of things you need. You need to know your needs, how much how much that sort of thing is costing you month to month. Then you need to know how much you make. Because the goal is it should always be no matter how much you earn, spend less than you make. If you're spending more than you make, Houston, we have a problem. Or better yet, Houston, you have a problem. Um, because your priorities are out of whack. And so once you, once you get that budget down, once you prioritize correctly, you have an oops, you have an understanding of how much I make, how much I need to spend on a month-to-month -month basis to survive. Now you have an understanding of how much you have left over. Whether that's a lot or a little, now we can dig into saving, which is the next principle. And once you start getting into saving, here's where you say, okay. Well, and you know, again, you want to have goals in mind. Whenever you, whenever you're setting up anything like this, you need to have some sort of goal set. Whatever goal that might be, whether that's to save a hundred dollars a month or save ten thousand dollars in a year, you need to have some sort of goal. And all of this is planning that you put in place to achieve those goals. And it might not necessarily not might not necessarily be a dollar amount that you're really trying to to get towards it might be um, a business or you know whatever it is just have a plan and um but yeah so once you have that budget established you see how much you have left over with that's a little or a lot you can begin to start a savings plan and so um and, and savings can can mean any number of things right that can be you taking some money from what you save for the month and actually putting it into a savings account, right? And so, and, and that's just where I want to start really to uh, the most basic nature of saving is, uh, in my opinion, some people say a little bit more, some people say a little bit less. You want to have enough money saved to where you can last for three months at least with complete understanding of everything that's going to happen in terms of the bills that you're going to be uh, that you're going to need to pay, um, you know, some sort of built-in expectation of some sort of uh, emergency situation. You want to always have that in mind. Um, this number varies for for people, but some 
most of the time they say you want to kind of build in around like 10% uh, in terms of what you want to say for emergencies. Um, and so, you know, that number can be different for you. It can be more, it can be less, but you want to save something and be prepared for an emergency, right? Because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know if the company you work for is going to go belly up. You don't know what's going to happen. So you need to be prepared uh, come rain, sleet, or snow for whatever's going to come. And so if you have to have your have your savings in order, you're prepared. Whether that whether that be for some sort of emergency with your car, some emergency hospital visit, or sudden loss of job. And when you have an understanding of the needs that you have, the things that you absolutely need to be spending in order to continue to continue sort of maintaining on a month-to-month -month basis, on a day-to-day -day basis. Now you're good. Because you're ready for it. You plan for this. You're ready. And if you're black, you better be better be ready. You better have a plan. <laughs> y'all know y'all know how the game go. They do us wild, man. You know, you can get fired just because of some, some, uh, some, some pigmentation. You talk to somebody the wrong way. You look at somebody the wrong way. My ladies out there, you get a reputation for being mean or being unapproachable. You know, that, that kind of stuff you have to be aware of. You have to be prepared for. And by having your budget, by having your savings plan set up, you get prepared. And then once you have your savings plan, you, you set your money aside, you got your three months set up, how much, however much you want to save up. And again, wealth is not based upon how much you earn necessarily. It's about how long you can withstand not working. Right, so let's say you could last for two years not and not have to work a day that's wealth it doesn't matter how much wealth you have if you're able to do that you've entered into a wealth category a lot of us can't last two months you know i said it i said it before i said it again i'm not where i want to be so um you know now i have a lot of this sort of basic stuff kind of kind of down packed but um you know, there's still things that I could be doing better. There's things I have in my budget that probably shouldn't be there. Um, all kind of streaming services and advanced versions of different services like having YouTube TV, YouTube TV Premium or whatever, DC Comics and Netflix, Netflix Super and you know, Hulu and Hulu Plus identified and whatever you want to call it. You know, I got a lot of stuff. You know, I watch a lot of TV. But I also host another podcast called the Breeze Talks Movies Podcast. So something that is relevant for me. Um, some of those can be expenses, as it were. Um, but yeah, man, back to the back to the topic at hand. Once you have that savings plan in order, now what you can focus on and which is my favorite part of all this is investing um, and investing just to keep it as basic as possible let's just take the stock market 
now that you have some money set, you say, okay, I'm gonna take some of this money and I'm gonna start to invest. Stock, mutual fund, bond, doesn't matter. What matters is that you get in the game because what you wanna establish is assets. Again, getting back to wealth, wealth is not determined by the amount of money that you earn. It's, it's determined, again, by how long you can go without working, how long you can last. And how you do that is by setting up these different assets, passive income. Because if you're setting up these things, you know, whether that be stocks or Airbnbs, real, you know, other types of real estate, um, you know, some sort of other, you know, company that you have that functions without you being there on a day-to-day -day basis, set up those sort of business systems, whatever they might be, set up some passive income, now you're in that wealth category again, right? And so investing, again, whether that be the stock market or real estate or whatever the case may be, investing allows you to accumulate the assets necessary to push yourself towards wealth. And that's at the end of the day, and, and you know, I say wealth a lot, but it's not all about wealth. It's more about financial freedom. It's more about being able to wake up every day and say, I'm good. Yeah, I can. Do I want to work for you? Yeah, I can. I'm not an entrepreneur, but I have my investments. Do I need to come to work today? No, I don't. I'm coming. I'm coming because I want something to do every day. I'm not coming here because I need it. Because when you get yourself in the position that you have these different assets, you have this income that you're generating, with or without the nine to five, you're no longer working to necessarily support yourself. You're working for the enjoyment of it, to have something to do. Because if you're working to support yourself, you're always gonna be chasing something. That's not where you wanna be. Mentally, emotionally, it's just not, it's draining. You don't wanna be in that place. That, that space is not, um, it's not nothing anyone wants to be engaged with on a day-to-day -day basis, man, because like I said, it's just draining. You won't wake up every day and and have some semblance of satisfaction <laughs> with uh, with whatever you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And for me, this podcast is a large part of that. Is trying to establish uh, that sort of thing for myself. Doing something, you know, having something that you can wake up to do every day that you enjoy and that you love, whether that's talking about finances for me or talking about movies for me, you know, there's, it's any one of those things or just the, the process of being an entrepreneur is so much more interesting for me on a day-to-day -day basis than it is to clock into a job and to, you know, even if it is talking about finances, um, a lot of us get get locked in to whatever jobs that we may have because as we continue to earn more we continue to spend more and so now 
we get into these places, these dead circumstances, and now we have to work every day. We have to do this in order to keep paying for our, or affording our lifestyles. And that's not where you want to be at. Um, you don't want to be in a place to where you're you're just you're working to to achieve a lifestyle. That's not where you want to be. You want your assets to to sustain your lifestyle, and you want whatever you're working on on your day to day. If that's you know doing a nine to five or doing a podcast or being an entrepreneur, whatever the whatever you're doing, um, you know you want to enjoy. It. So, be mindful of that. Um, always be aware, uh, and then you know, find find things find things to do that you love, and that's going to be different, obviously, for every person. It's not the easiest thing to determine, but it is essential to to financial freedom. So, with investing comes diversification. The idea of diversification is that. You don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket, right? So if we're talking stock market, if you have a thousand dollars and thousand dollars is all you have, you don't want that thousand dollars to all be on um, Facebook. It's not what you want. Facebook has a bad day, you lose everything. Now you know you still have the stock, you still have full ownership of it, um, but now you have to dig yourself out of a hole, right? And so if you diversify yourself, if you have Maybe Facebook, Chevron, Apple, Amazon, you know, however you want to divvy that up. Then you're not fully reliant upon Facebook every day to do well so that you continue to earn. You want to diversify your assets because assets can be cyclical. Certain things that you have can do good at one point of the year, can do bad at other times. So you want to have diversity, you know, and that's not just in stocks, that's in in your businesses, um, you want to have different offshoots, right, of those businesses. If you're in real estate, maybe you have some, um, maybe you have commercial real estate, and then you also have, you know, your uh, your day to day, you know, living situation, your family real estate, right. I can't think of what the word is right now, but. Um, the opposite of commercial real estate, whatever that is, you have that sort of, you know, where you selling, where you have houses that people stay in, you know, Airbnbs, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Um, you have, you can be diversified in that way when it comes to real estate. And so, if you are diversified in that way, a lot of times commercial pro, commercial real estate is a little bit more stable because there's always businesses that need that need locations and and things like that so uh, it's, a, it's a little less it's a little less risky I won't say that it has no risk but it's a little less risky right the housing market uh, can be a lot more volatile um, at least in my experience and in the conversation that I have then then commercial real estate is so you can be diversified in in anything um, if you're if you're running some sort of like if you're a cook Maybe, maybe you're a cook, but you also have a restaurant. Maybe you don't just have a restaurant, you also have a food truck. You know, maybe with along with the food truck, you have t-shirts, you have merchandise, you know, you have all kinds of things you can do 
all kinds of little offshoots that you can set up to be diversified so you're not just fully reliant upon one thing. That's the whole idea of diversification is just not to be reliant upon one thing. Um, next, and again, this kind of gets back to that idea of um, being financially free is understanding debt. Um, when you understand debt and you have a grasp on you know, your budget and all of that, you're able to put yourself or set yourself up to where you're not going to work every day again to pay a bill. You're going to work because you enjoy it. So when you're going to work to pay those bills and when you accumulate more and more bills that you need to pay, more and more expenses, the more and more you need to work to keep affording those expenses right now. You've locked yourself into a situation where you need predictable, consistent income. So when you need that, well, where's the best way to find that? It's in the workforce. So you go out to the workforce nine times out of ten, you're not going to find some, at least if you're of the entrepreneurial, um, if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you're probably not going to find exactly what you're looking for um, that's out there. But, you know, again, everybody's not an entrepreneur. I talk a lot about that because that's my situation. That's what I want to do. But realize that not that's not for everyone. Not everyone needs to even try to attempt being an entrepreneur. Some people are going to enjoy their nine to fives. They're going to enjoy getting up, doing the same thing, and having something more predictable that they can do. There's nothing wrong with that. The thing is, just have something else set up to where you're not fully dependent upon that one source of income to satisfy all of your expenses it's not that's not the position you want to be in so understand understand debt understand expenses how not to put yourself in situations where where you're um, where you have to have some sort of nine to five operation to to sustain it's not what you want and then aside from that generally when we're talking about debt we're talking about you know, credit cards, credit, things like that. You need to have an understanding of all that because it can be good and bad. And coming from where we come from, a lot of a lot of times what you what you learn is that all debt is bad, but it's not. Uh, debt can be good. It can be great. <laughs> One of the things the wealthy will teach you is that you need to learn how to spend other people's money to make yours. So if you can take a loan from a bank and go get you a couple of uh, commercial real estate properties or uh, go get you a couple of houses that you can uh, flip and turn in Airbnbs or flip and sell for more than what you bought them for, um, you know, that's accumulating assets, right? So you take debt, you accumulate assets, and that's a good debt, right? But taking out uh, or looking at the other side of that bad debt and, and even a house, can be a bad debt, can be bad debt. So you just have to be conscious, be knowledgeable, be weary of what you're doing, be educated. Um, because again, you know, bad debt can be, uh, what's an example of bad debt? Taking out a loan to pay a bill. Like that's just, now, not only do you have this bill that's going to continue to come, but now you've created another monthly payment that you need to pay. So again, now in a position where your nine to five is 
you're more tied to it than you need to be. That's not where you want to be. It's just not. So don't do whatever you can. You know, if you're in that situation now, put these concepts in place and dig yourself out of that hole. It might be a process. It might be hard. You might have to make some sacrifices, but it's worth it. I promise you it is. Um, and so then, you know, <laughs> just talking about all of that, manage risk. Do not put yourself in scenarios where you are going to be tied or forced to do something that you really don't want to do. Um, one of the you know scenarios just for myself is that um, I, I had a job, and I think I talked about this on my my just my first episode, just my personal story was had a job, car broke down, needed another car, credit was horrible, had to go get a. Um, so I, so I could have lower payments, I had to go get a new car because um, I didn't have the cash to go buy a cash car. What I should have done probably was save up a little bit, be patient, um, make do with what I had and go get a cash car. But just not being this knowledgeable at the time, went out, got me a brand new car. So now what do I need? I need a job that can afford brand new car payments. And so now, I need to have a job that can pay for this car and the insurance and the gas every month. And so now I'm locked into a scenario where I need that, I'm tied to this, this place of employment in a way that I should not ever have been. And so manage risk. And, the, and diversification will help a lot with that. If you have different assets out there that are generating income for you, you're never, again, you're never tied too, um, too tightly to any one thing. One thing can fall off, and then you can, you can rely on this other asset to sustain. So having those things set up, having these principles in mind allow you to, to manage risk. And then the last thing I want to talk about uh, is really just sacrifice. Probably could have come early in the list, but a lot of this stuff is really just sacrifice. Look at anybody who's successful. Um, look at LeBron James. Look at Kobe Bryant. Look at Steve Harvey. Look at Michael Jordan. Look at Dave Chappelle. Oprah. The list goes on and on. The common denominator with every single one of these people is they have to sacrifice something. They have to sacrifice maybe going out late, maybe hanging with friends, maybe relationships. There's some money, there's something they have to sacrifice in order to achieve a new level or realizing a new plane of living, right? Not being um, in not being tied to, to debtful situations or not being uh, in, in poverty situations. There's some sort of sacrifice. Like, let's just take that first person, LeBron James. His sacrifice, and we see it, that people talk about it all the time, talking about his diet, how he sacrifices, how he's played 16 seasons. Um, if, you don't, if you don't have to look any further than LeBron James, because he has sacrificed time um, 
he sacrificed probably friends, relationships. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at his, you look at his bank accounts. Doesn't look like he sacrificed any money, but I'm sure he has. Um, some of the activist activism type stuff that he's engaged in. I'm sure, he sacrificed some dollars on that end. Uh, maybe not more recently, but I'm sure when he first started doing this, when him and D-Way and Chris Bosch, they all went out there and they had the hoodies on for Trayvon. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he lost some endorsements, some, there was some, some monetarily that he lost. But whenever you make a sacrifice, I guarantee you, it'll pay off. If you sacrifice buying that Birkin bag, and then you go buy you another asset with that money that you was going to use to go get the red bonds. What you will find is that same sacrifice will pay off in the end. Now, you at work minding your business. And the dividend that you got just paid for them same shoes that you was using your income for. Sacrifice pays off, man. So, keep all of these things in mind. Stay disciplined, stay focused, stay hungry. Uh, if you have trouble with any of this, if this is not something you do, finance, you know, managing your finances is not something you enjoy. You don't want to look at it, you don't want to be bothered with it. Hit your boy up. This is what I do. I'm happy to help you with this. I'm happy to help you set up a budget. I'm happy to help you set up a savings plan. Look at your, um, to look at your books help you make determinations on maybe what you can cancel out, what you can what you can X out of your your spending on a month-to-month basis to help you get into these places where now you can afford some of these other things. A lot of us have responsibilities. We're not able to drop everything we're doing and go be, and go try to be entrepreneurs. It just is what it is. We have to accept our situations for what they are. Learn how to deal with it, learn how to plan around it. And then plan your way out of it. Uh, so I'm here to help. And if you want to reach out to me, you can do that. Reach out to me at Black Wealth Under God on any number of platforms. Uh, Black Wealth Under God Facebook page. Black Wealth Under God on Instagram. Black Wealth Under God at gmail.com. You know, aside from that, tell me what you guys are interested in hearing about. Um, who you'd like on the podcast. Um, I ain't big time, so don't don't go crazy. But yeah, or hell, if you want to be on the podcast, you want to talk about some of this stuff, I'm trying to get some guests lined up right now. Man, let me know. Hit me up on Gmail. We'll set something up. We'll get on the calendar. Try to figure out how to do this, uh, this you know, podcast thing in two different places uh, where people are, you know, hundreds of miles apart or several miles apart, whatever the case is, we'll try to get it figured out. Um, and so, again, remember to support black-owned businesses. Support black-owned businesses, man, whether that's food, um, podcasts like this, um, you know, other podcasts that are out there, man. Make sure you're supporting. Uh, for me specifically, you can support me by listening, tuning in every Wednesday, Tell your friends, listen, rate, review, and subscribe, especially on iTunes um, or Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it now. Make sure you do that on there. Every time you listen, try to tell a friend. Tell a different friend. Help your boy out. 
um, all of that is really going to help just the um, the word of mouth it, you know as it spreads continue to grow this as we continue to grow as I hope this podcast is is an indication my intention is to give back and so as I grow I'll continue to give uh, whether that be time knowledge you know whether whatever that needs to be in that moment um that's what i'm going to try to do um so you know um i'm just for me you know I, what i did i went out no boy donuts hey got me a breakfast sandwich got me some orange juice got me some donut holes went crazy probably gained a few pounds but my love was good I'm recording this like at midnight. I'm thinking about making that drive in the morning. It might be worth it. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, well, let me stop thinking about food now before I go in this kitchen and make me something to eat. Aside from that, another thing I did was um, I went to United, uh, one United Bank, opened me up a bank account, biggest black owned bank in America. Uh, maybe the world, I don't know. I mean, one like a man, the card I got is insane. It's like the nigga look like Wesley Snipes with a crown on and some jewelry sitting on the throne. I couldn't resist, and it's like holographic. Um, I'm not sponsored by One United, but the card is sick. Um, they have plenty of other, I think Rosa Parks is on one. So they got a bunch of different options. It's depending on taste for you, you know, whatever you like. Um, so I'm just trying them out. I didn't, you know, I, I'm not going to sit up here in front like I took all my money out of where I bank it and put it all in one United. I didn't. I'm trying it out, trying their service out, see how their app works, functionality, all of that. Just testing it out, man. Just being, just being real with you. And. Uh, as I go, you know, I'll try to I'll try to keep you guys updated, let you know how it goes, just open a basic checking account. Um, maybe I'll do a savings account next over there. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I think I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up, let you guys go. Um, again, always remember to listen, rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend about the podcast, whether that's a Black Wealth and the God Pod, or um, you can also catch me at Breeze Talks Movies anywhere where you can catch podcasts um so yeah man let's grow together let's ride together let's make some waves in our finances in this culture and in our faith let's continue to grow black wealth under god pie episode three we out catch you next time guys you know how we do in jesus name peace Oh, 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 oh,